the word of God. And the topic today is the moment to seize. The moment to seize. And uh, the text will be Ephesians chapter 5 verses 16. Now today the gentleman who memorized for us last week is not with us. And um, because it's such a long scripture, let me try and memorize it. And it's saying what? Therefore do not be foolish. This is from NIV. Therefore do not be foolish, but understanding what the Lord's will is. And our very own Reverend Eileen will be sharing the word of God with us. Karibu sana. And um, let me pray. As we dedicate her, we dedicate her to the Lord to use her. Father, we thank you because of this moment. We want to thank you because you desire to speak to us. You desire to minister to us. And so, Lord, we open our ears and open our hearts to receive your word. And we are praying for Reverend Eileen as she shares your word, your spirit to rest upon her. You will give her utterances, you give her wisdom, you give her boldness and the courage she requires to speak to us. Father, we pray that your word will move with power and might to bless us and to equip us for every good work. We thank you because we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Karibu sana, Reverend. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Buona sifiwe. Let's just wave, wave, wave. It's been a while since I was here. Uh, thank you so much for giving me the break. And it's, it's beautiful to be back. Buona sifiwe. Uh, those who are watching us from home, kindly just wave at me. I know you are seeing me, but I can't see you. But I thank God for you that you are faithfully following our services. Praise be to God. How have you been? Nice, good, great. All right. Now, we are beginning a new year. And... Uh, it's a privilege, you know, to start another year and to know that the Lord is with us. And our theme for this year is seize the moment. And I'm glad that as I'm preaching today, from our theme verse, we have our poster here um, just to demonstrate what we are expected to do this year. And uh, as we look at the, 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 the theme for the year, one of the key things that the senior pastor, our senior pastor, Reverend Mulandi, has been demonstrating to us as the staff team, and even uh, when he's preaching on, on Gong Road, is, is the image of an ego. An image of an ego that is, you know, it has its um, talons out. You know, I heard that they are not called uh, clothes, they are called talons, out ready to just, uh, you know, uh, go on war with the prey. And I want us to keep that image with us as we look at the scripture today. And even as, as, as I'm told that there was somebody, there was somebody who memorized the scripture uh, last week, I want to challenge us to kindly, kindly just spend time with Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 and 16, and try to memorize. It's not a very difficult verse, and so uh, I trust that you'll be able to memorize it uh, for next Sunday when Reverend uh, Pastor Kakui will be preaching, I hope he will come with sweets. Uh, I saw Pastor Koti was giving out sweets uh, during Christmas. So something nice has been happening uh, so, so that we can celebrate you as you memorize uh, our theme verse. 
Now, let us just go deeper in the, into the scripture that has been read uh, today. Verse 16. The, 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 the version that our reader, our service leader used said, verse 15 said, do not be foolish. You know, <laughs> it uses the word foolish. Uh, the version that was used here, verse 16 says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise. That one in Akubembeleza, you know, it's trying to make you feel nice. Not as unwise. But in short, it is telling you, not as a fool, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And as we dig into this scripture today, I want uh, us to take note of these three points that will help us to just unpack what the Lord has in store for us today. And I would request if you have a notebook, I thank you, you who can memorize uh, points. I appreciate you so much. Uh, for you, you can write it down. Someone else can write it down. Uh, or just take a note of these three points. Number one, the will to redeem. Number one is the will to redeem. Number two is the window or the windows of opportunity or opportunities. The window of opportunity. The number three is the warnings in the day. The warnings in the day. So the will to redeem. The number two is the window of opportunity. Number three, the warnings in the day. Now, a song that has been sung severally here says, take my will, conform it. Not today. Take my will, conform it to yours, O Lord. And today as we look at the will to redeem, one of the questions that I want us to ask ourselves is, what is a will? You know, the ability for a person to decide. Your ability to make a decision concerning something. Your will... And one of the key, um, one of the common phrases we hear is that Christians we all operate under free will. It is uh, it is out of such phrases that we find the word the the will power. Ecclesiastes chapter nine ten says, "Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might, for in the realm of the dead, you are." Where you are going, there is neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. And so the verse, the first bit of the verse today says, make the most. If you look at the King James Version, it says, redeem the time. Make the most. Redeem the time. So the will to redeem. One of the things that many of us would thank God for this morning is that you are alive today. If we were to pass the microphone around, you would say, I thank God that I am alive today. I thank God that I have seen a new day. I thank God that I have seen a new year. The Lord has given you a new day. He has given me a new day. But then we are told that there comes a time when we will give an account of every day that we lived here on earth. 
there, is come, there comes a time when we will give an account of every day that we lived here on earth before the Lord. For every day that you spent here on earth, we will give an account for it. And I want you to take note of that very clearly. Because what you did yesterday, <laughs> what you did with yesterday, you will give an account for it. What you are doing today, you will give an account for it. What you plan to do with tomorrow, you will give an account for it before the Lord. What will I say to my maker when I meet with him? What will I tell him about the day that he granted me yesterday? What did I do with yesterday? But then he is so merciful that he has given me today. How am I going to redeem? How am I going to redeem today? Looking at my faults of yesterday. Looking at my mistakes of the past. How am I going to redeem that today? And today is an opportunity that we may redeem that because it is another day that the Lord has given us. When we talk of the will, we are talking about the ability. We are talking about your ability informing your today. Your ability informing how you act with today. Your ability on how you are going to deal with the issues that will face you today. And so when we talk about the will to redeem, we are talking about your attitude towards today. And clearly, I tell you, brothers and sisters, we have people who have no idea what to do with today. They woke up in the morning, but they wish they wouldn't have woken up. We have people who are lingering in hopelessness because they feel this life would just end. And we have some who have taken the responsibility of taking their own lives because they could not deal with today. There are those who are in pain crying. Sorry. Oh, sorry, baby. There are those who are in pain crying because they do not know what to do with today. They are confused. All they see is darkness before them. But then the Lord is telling us, make the most of every opportunity. We have the ability within us to redeem today, to make the most of today. You and me who are here today, I do not know the state of your heart as you sit here this morning. But he who knows has instructed us today that we need to make the most of this day that he has given you. If he saw that you are not worth of the day, he would have taken it away from your face. But he saw that you are fit to be alive today. So we are called to make the most of this day. We have no power. We cannot take away the day. We cannot take away the days that the Lord is giving us. Neither do we have the power to take away the life that he has given us. And so as Paul was addressing the church in Ephesus and the surrounding churches, because we are told that these letters might have been a circular, 
that was to be to minister to the Christians in Ephesus, but also to the churches around Ephesus. Paul writes this letter. He is in prison himself. And so as he says, make most of the day, he knows what it is to be in a place where it is so difficult, but he uses the opportunity to write a letter. He uses that time to make the most of it that he may minister to the Christians in Ephesus and in the surrounding uh, community. And so he writes from prison and he's asking them to make the most of the day. But then he is not also ignorant of the things that the Christians were going through at the time. He was aware of the intensity of persecution. He was aware of the suffering that they were going through. But he writes to them because this is the word of God. The Lord commands him or inspires him to write this and tell them, to make the most in your situation. Make the most of the day. So I do not have a right to just say, Lord, you are telling me to make a most of the day, yet I do not even know what to do with myself. But yet again, it calls me to a point where I go down on my knees and I tell God, would you show me how to make the most of this day because you have commanded me. For us to be able to seize the moment, for us to take, uh, to, to, to take advantage of, the, of, of what the Lord is presenting us, to be able to seize the moment, uh, this 2021, we need to identify the moment that we may be able to seize it. As the Lord ordained this word for you and for me today, he is not blind to the state of your heart. He is not blind to your struggles, your pains. Yet he goes ahead to uh, and draws us and says, My wisdom, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. And so he calls us to a place where we need to be wise on how we deal with today. To make the most of every opportunity. To have our talents ready to take advantage of that which comes before us. This will for sure we all have. Let us use it to redeem the days. And so how are we going to use it? We need to surrender our will to him. For us to be able to redeem the day, we need to surrender our will to him. That he may teach us how to make the most of every day. That he may give us a heart to still move on and push on even in the most difficult seasons of life. When we conform our will to his, when we allow him to take our will and conform it to his, we get the ability to rise above our challenges, to rise above our pain, to rise above our struggles that we may forge ahead. We suffered in 2020. We struggled, our businesses struggled, our families struggled. But then the Lord has given us yet another opportunity that we may make the most of this moment as we seize the moment. Praise be to God. The windows of opportunity. I don't know how many of us have ever had what we call wasted opportunities. You know, I remember one day when I was going to college, there was this matatu, you know, and it came and passed. 
Then it says, hey, tumewacha pesa. You know, by the way, that is how matatu see you. They see you as money. Oh, we have left 20 bob. <laughs> it's, it's more painful when, it, when, you, when you sound cheap. Eh? You know, <laughs> Tume, we have left 20 shillings. Let's go back for it. And when you hear a, a, a matatu tout say that about you, somehow you feel you don't even want to get into that matatu. And I let it go. <laughs> but then I stood there. <laughs> for a very long time, I lost an opportunity. But I don't know how many of us have had instances where they have lost serious opportunities that have costed you so much. You know? An opportunity that you could have seized. But then it just passed you. Billy Graham wrote uh, in his autobiography, Just As I Am, about two conversations that he had with J.F. Uh, J. F., uh, F. Kennedy immediately after he had been elected as president-elect and, and they were discussing uh, the president-elect asked him about the second coming of, of Christ and he explained to him and he explained to him and he told him you know when Christ come when he come again that is when we will have eternal peace and he was like hmm, interesting I think we need to discuss this more and years passed, and later they met again in a breakfast, in a prayer breakfast, and he gives his speech, uh, the president gives his speech, and then Billy Graham gives his speech. And after that, the president asked Billy Graham, could you kindly ride with me um, uh, in my car as we go? And he told him, no, I cannot do that today because I have a cold. And I, I, of course, I'm feeling weak, but I also do not want to spread it to you. And he said, okay. And in the same, same year, J.F. Kennedy was assass assassinated. And this is what Billy Graham says. He says his hesitation at the car door and his requests haunt me still. What was on his mind? He asked himself, should I have gone with him? It was an irrecoverable moment that he had lost. He kept on wondering, what is it that he wanted to tell me? And we have had those instances. You've had a loved one who has left you, and you heard that he called you, he wanted to talk to you, but you never made it to them. And you keep asking yourself, what is it that they wanted to tell me? That thing keeps, you know, it keeps disturbing you and you can't get over it. God is always placing us. He's always placing, placing opportunities within our grasp. Opportunities to redeem our days. Opportunities to receive him. Opportunities to correct our mistakes. Opportunities to forgive. Opportunities to let go. Opportunities to be healed and to be restored. To make money. You know he has given you an opportunity that you may make money for yourself and for your family. Opportunities. He has just laid them before us. He has given us opportunities to even share the gospel. Would it have been the gospel? 
would he have wanted to know the Lord? And I would, I would wonder whether, you know, Billy Graham was asking himself these questions. An opportunity to even help somebody in need to pick up our mats and walk again. And the Lord is asking you, stand up, pick up your mats and move. I need you to run. I need you to even fly if you are able to. So many opportunities around our lives. But then our attitude has hindered us from seeing those opportunities. Our willpower is no longer there enough to open up our eyes in the Lord, to be able to see those opportunities and say, yes, this year, Pastor Kasim, I want to serve the Lord in this area. I have been sitting down for so long, but I step forward to be able to serve. No, 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 my life has been a mess. This year, I want to correct it again. I want to redeem my life again. I have been living an immoral life, but I want to come to the Lord again. I have been battling addiction, but I want deliverance. Opportunities to just seek and know the Lord. These are opportunities that the Lord has given us. Yet sometimes we come and go. Yet sometimes we hear and we do not take it to heart. Yet sometimes we just see it flying and somebody else has taken it. Then we are left complaining and wondering, why are they favored and I am not favored? The opportunity was yours, but you rejected it. And the Lord is asking us to make the most of every opportunity that he has given you today. We cannot dwell on the past nor either spend time on the regrets of our failures of the past. We have today arise for the glory and honor of the Lord. It belongs to you. Arise from your addiction, from your waywardness, from your life of unfaithfulness, from hopelessness. Arise from that situation and grasp the opportunity and seize the moment to live a better life and be a better person in the days that the Lord has given you here on earth. Praise be to God. That you may be a better person. That you may be a role model. That you may be someone who people will look up to and say, I want the same Jesus that that person has. That marriages will rise because of your marriage. Because of how you are mentoring. That young people will live what their battles would be because of what you are doing around them. Some of us have been gifted with a gift of influencing people to a certain direction. But yet again, some of us have used that gift in a very negative way. The Lord is giving us an opportunity today to call you out, to be able to use you to minister, to be able to impact your life, to change you and to transform you for you to be a better person. We need to learn from the greater lessons of the past and our mistakes of yesterday. We need to learn them today to make our tomorrow a better day, only for the glory and honor of the Lord. Praise be to God. making the most of every opportunity. And the last one that I want us to look at is the warning of the day. You know, when you are given a warning, most of the time, our reaction is fear. 
Our reaction is to tremble. Our reaction is confusion. You almost want to not move because you are afraid because of this. If somebody tells you that on this path, there are thugs that are mugging people, our first reaction would be not to walk on that path and to stay away. And surprisingly, most of the time, not to even report about it so, so that something can be done about it. We just want the best for ourselves and we keep it, you know, to ourselves. And what does it mean when the Bible says the days are evil? Our days, brothers and sisters, are filled with suffering and sorrow. The sad reality, we sang here. This song, what was the song about the days? Um, one day at a time, sweet Jesus. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. These days, the Bible tells us that they are evil. <laughs> and there is a lot of suffering. There is a lot of sorrow. And let me tell you, you can never get take for granted when you wake up with a smile in the morning. That is what our service leader told us today. Smile at somebody. You know, you do not know when was the last time they got a smile. They have come from homes. Or rather, we have come from homes where there was. Or there are issues that you are dealing with day and night. And you just want peace. You know, you just want to take a walk. I was talking to someone who was going through an issue and she told me that I just feel like walking until I drop dead. Just go. I just feel like walking and drop dead. Peacelessness. There is so much pain out, outside here that you desire that those around you would give you peace. There is so much fighting and misunderstanding out here that you just want to desire that one person who will understand you. The days are evil. Somebody sleeps actually scheming how to finish you tomorrow. In whatever way. The days are evil. What are the things that have caused you great suffering and sorrow? Some of them we have no control of. Some of them is what the Swahili man says, msiba wa kujitakia. Auna nini? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Pastor Emmanuel, were you the Swahili teacher or the English teacher? Swahili. Aya, tusaidie tafadhali. Msiba wa kujitakia. Auna nini? Auna kilio. Auna nini? Auna tiba. Auna kilio. Hey, you people are confusing my Swahili. You know, I was... I... Let, me, let, me, let me apologize to my mother-in-law. I was with her in December. And if she hears me speak like this, she would have a case with me. Mama, I am so sorry. I will correct my Swahili. They confused me. All right. Auna nini? Auna kilio. Some things need... You know, the things we have caused for ourselves. Some pains we have brought to ourselves. But then there are things that we, are, we have no control of. 
and the warning of the day of how evil the day is does not come to scare us but it comes to prepare us to make us know to make us understand our surrounding it is it is usually for me i find it very difficult when i go into a neighborhood that i do not understand you almost feel like you want to walk on eggshells and i believe every 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 girl who has been taken to their in-laws the first time understands this you want to look the best <laughs> we are told that those are the days we wear the long dresses huh? mother-in-law need to see you looking modest i don't know is that pretense i don't know where to put it but let me let me let me just say this you understand when you when you go to your mother-in-law for the first time and i you know you speak from experience you 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 don't want to to just step on everything <laughs> you want to 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 walk on a straight path lest you you are judged otherwise and the warning comes not to scare us but to help us understand our surrounding so that we know where to step so that we know who to say hi to so that we know oh you you like being hugged okay no i need to stay away from you you are a bad influence to me or you you are this kind of a person something needs to happen for us to understand our surrounding for us to understand the things that are happening around us when you see terrorists wake up and bomb a hotel remember the days are evil when you hear thugs broke into a home remember the days are evil This is not to name every day evil in the calendar or in the you know when the day comes you're like oh another evil day has come oh there's another evil day waiting for me there it is not for you to always sit and worrying for the next evil day this is a clear to just lay down to you that there is a clear battle between good and evil in the world that we live in The Bible describes it as a sinful world and it even tells us do not relax and be so comfortable because this is not your home your home is in heaven The great suffering that we see around us when a young man wakes up to kill five of the family members when the most powerful people in the society take advantage of the weak when our morals are being corrupt day in day out when we see oppression in every area around us when we are taking advantage of each other when we are coveting that which do not belongs to us when we deny christ the days brothers and sisters are evil the greater question is could we have in any way contributed in the evilness if that is an english word of the day how have we played part in making the days evil we need to be awake and alert that the enemy will not use us when we are sleeping and we becomes agents when we are unaware and we contribute in causing the days to be evil we need to be awake and conscious because he is roaming around looking for who to devour in this evil day adam thought she knew it all 
Uh, Eve thought she knew it all, and as she walked around the garden, having conversations with the serpent, and lo and behold, sin came into the world. Sometimes you don't wake up and dress and say, oh, I want to go and sin. But it finds you when you are not alert in the spirit. And we need to be aware when the Bible tells us that the days are evil, we need to be aware of our surrounding so that we are able to be the ones who contribute positively and not negatively in the things that are happening around us. And so in what ways have we entertained the enemy? This week, or rather last week, there was something trending online. Let me tell you, I didn't even want to know whether it was true or it was bad or, or, or not true, you know? There was a game that I was being played by people called what? <laughs> Thank God, I'm not the only one who heard about it. They were calling it the Charlie Charlie game. And this Charlie Charlie game, you invite this Charlie, who is supposed to be a ghost, to come and you ask him questions and a lot of narratives about it. You can Google it. And for me, I did not want to know whether it was, you know those things people do and they say it's just a game? My question was, as a Christian, and I'm addressing a believer, you know, I'll have another story with those who are not believers. It's a different conversation. But as a believer, how would you sit down and invite Charlie, Charlie, and ask him, are you there? So let's say he appears, you know. I know there were video clips of him appearing to some people. <laughs> and we don't know whether they were staged or not. But when you invite a ghost and he appears, then what? How would we desire, Charlie, Charlie, instead of desiring the infilling of the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, born as if he were, how would we, would we desire how would you want to long to see this Charlie Charlie instead of soaking your feet at the feet of Jesus and asking him, Lord, I want to see you. Are you here with me? I want to experience you. The days are evil. And they will come as a game. But in many ways, without it, we entertain the enemy. In many ways, we open the door for him to come. And like an elephant, he will come and fill the whole house. And before we know it, Pastor, I do not know why this and this is happening. But it is in the small ways that we allowed the Charlie Charlie to come in and corrupt our, our minds. And corrupt our morals as a society. And corrupt our values as a nation, as a people, as a church, that all of a sudden we are not preaching the word of God, but we are doing things of this world in a church. And we are being told to make the most of every moment and the warning comes that the days are evil. Brothers and sisters, a good soldier cannot present themselves for war if they are not ready. We need a strategy. We need a strategy to know how to identify the moment and to seize it. 
We need a strategy to know how to step out. And yet again, it is not wise to hide. That cannot be a strategy. Because the enemy is not hiding. He is in pursuit. The Bible says he's in pursuit of you and me. He is looking. He is roaming. He, when, 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 when Satan is summoned, he says, I was patrolling the earth. He is roaming around looking for who to devour. There is a need to resist him. To shame him. We need a strategy. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 gives us a clear strategy. That we need to put on the full armor of God. We need to put on the belt of truth. The breastplate of righteousness. We need to wear the shoes of peace. We need to have the shield of faith. The helmet of salvation. And our sword. The word of God. Brothers and sisters, we cannot seize the moment when we are being confused by the evil days. We cannot even identify this moment when our eyes are not seeing clearly. We need to decloud <laughs> or to remove the cloud that has covered our eyes. Evil days are brought forth by evil spirits that find its dwelling in mortal men and uses them. It is not possible that, possible that this battle remain physical. We cannot go physical when we are dealing with evil things. We encounter evil every day. Yet we are not stuck there. We are not captive of the evil days. We have not been held into captivity by the captive days. By the evil days. We are not without hope. When we acknowledge the evil days, we have a chance to do something profound for good. We have a chance to ask for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. When we acknowledge that the days are evil, we also acknowledge that we have a sovereign God. We also acknowledge that he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. And we will step out with the willpower. And we will identify our opportunities. And we will seize the moment in the name of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit is in here this morning. And he is moving in our midst today as I bring to a close. And if you are in here and you are wondering, Lord... <laughs> I seem to be experiencing more suffering than opportunities to seize the moment. And you're just saying, I want to take this time that you may feel me again, Lord. Holy Spirit of God, that you may feel us again this, this hour. That we may be strong to resist the enemy. That we may be strong to come out of, of the areas of our lives that we are stuck. That we may be strong to stand firm and seize the moment. We I just want to call on us to go before the Lord and cry out to him. You have the will. 
pray for that person who is hopeless. They have the will within them. That the Lord will redeem them. That they will see an opportunity to be redeemed. And in turn that they will take the opportunity and redeem the days. That the Lord will minister to their hearts. I want, as they lead us in this song, Inukam Teule, and we could do the chorus again. You are the chosen one. I want you to hear the words of that song. You are the chosen one. You are them Teule. And it's, the song is calling us to Inuka. Because he is with us and he has given us the mandate. He's not asking anyone to make the most of this moment. He's asking you to make the most of this moment. He's asking you to be aware of the evil days. He's calling us to seize the moment. Holy Spirit of God, would you just come and fill us this hour? We are ready to step out and to seize the moment. We are ready to come out of our struggles, to come out of our addictions, to come out of our pain, to come out of our suffering, to come out of our pride, that we may seize the moment. Would you save us from the evil days? Save us if in any way we have participated in contributing to the evilness, the wickedness of today. Would you save us if it is in our speech, Lord, in our character, Lord? Holy and so our God and our Father to Mainuka. We stand, O oh Lord, with the courage that you give us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we step out to seize the moment, Lord. We step out to seize the moment, Lord Jesus. We will not focus on the regrets of yesterday. We will not focus on our mistakes of yesterday. We will focus on redeeming the day, Jehovah, King of glory, and making the most of every opportunity that you have given us. We want to thank you, Jehovah, Lord Almighty, because you say, Msai dizi wetu, yupamojanasi. You who is greater is in us. You who is greater than the one in the world is in us. And we will not be afraid of the evil days. Even when they come to knock us, O oh Lord, we will rise on our feet and soldier on. Even when we are discouraged, O oh Lord, we will stand courageous and move on because you are with us. And as we face 2021, Lord, we face it with courage. We face it with reverence of who you are, Lord. We choose to focus on you and not the evil days, O oh Lord. And so would you redeem us that we may be able to redeem the days, Lord. Would you redeem us that we may be able to make most of the moments, Lord, knowing that you are with us. In the name of God, who is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. So, brothers and sisters, I pray that the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord bless your going out and your coming in. That everything you touch with your hands, may the Lord bless it. In the name of God, who is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray with thanksgiving. And now may the grace 
of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.